Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. It's clarity in terms of what they want to do, right? Because all of us want to do like a million things. We're all driven by FOMO. And to a large extent, this was true for me as well. It has taken me all these years to realize that I can't do everything. I can't read every book. I can't listen to every podcast. I have to. I'm forced to prioritize. Yeah. So what is it that I'm going to prioritize on? What are the two, three things that I'm going to have that clarity about? Hi, people. Welcome to the ninth episode of The Pod List. I'm Sayasha Pillai, your host on the show. In the last episode, we podlisted Real Talk with Smriti Natani. If you missed it, you can get up to speed on any of your podcast listening apps. You know, guys, because of the podlist, I've been fortunate enough to chat with so many talented creators, each different from the other. And yet somehow the one thread that binds them all together is their grit to create content that they're truly proud of. I have learned so much by just chatting with them and it's amazing how much we can assimilate by merely talking to people. So what's better than a show dedicated to celebrating those who fearlessly follow their passion? That's right. Podlister this week is one of my absolute favorites, Passion People Podcast. Hosted by Naga, as the name suggests, it's a show that strives to find and engage with people who have trusted their intuition and listened to their hearts in pursuit of their dreams, often going against the tide. So on today's episode, we speak to Naga about his journey, passionate people chasing their dreams, what differentiates winners from the rest of the crowd, and so much more. So yep, let's get right to it. So Naga, let's start from the very beginning. Tell us a little more about what you do, where you come from, you know. So what I do is I'm I'm a finance guy. Right? I have like a typical finance job, and the idea for this podcast was born when I was on a gap year. So I started working when I was about eighteen because I did my chartered accountancy. So I had to do my internship and stuff like that. So and by the time I was twenty five, I realized that I can't do this anymore because I I had not had like a summer vacation or like a you know semester break because that was. not something that existed as a concept in the ca course so right. by that time i was working for like 3 years and i realized that i need to do my i need to do something else i can't do this anymore and i'm going to be burnt out so i took a break did like a bunch of volunteering stints across the country went uh, traveled across the country what i realized was that the more people i met the more the way i look at the world evolved and that for me was the aha moment right that was the moment where i realized that we are only going to be surrounded by people and their stories and the better the quality of the people and the stories are the better the quality of your thinking could possibly be right yeah so that process really changed me as a person and i realized that there are all of these wonderful stories that i'm i'm just keeping them to myself i'm being so selfish about it and i thought that i love talking to people I've always wanted to be like a journalist or an RJ but never really took any tangible steps towards it. So thought that you know I'm I'm in Bombay like December 2016 in a on a friend's couch and I realized that you know I'm going to start a podcast. And wow. it, it all it came because somebody else interviewed me for their podcast 
and i thought ah that's all it's so simple you know it's so easy <laughs> but now i know how wrong i was right yeah. because it, it's just so much work and so much effort and so much thought so it was just my naivete that i did not know the kind of work that a podcast entail but fortunately for me i've been able to keep it up and continue going and long story short taking inspiring stories and sharing it with the world because why be so selfish about it one thing and second thing because especially in the indian context we are all conditioned in such a way that it's always like you know take the safer bet take the safe uh, route you know uh, do something that is more stable don't do something that is out there right that is the kind of conservative society like broadly that uh, most of us live in right so I, i thought that if i'm able to get the stories of people who are doing something different and share them with the world maybe i'll be able to inspire somebody to think about taking a step in another direction even if not take that other direction and from then to now you know now people are talking about the creator economy my niece who is 11 years old talks about being a youtuber right so and that's from 3 years ago to now so oh, wow <laughs> that that's where we reached <laughs> that's so interesting but i just wonder how come a podcast so for me right at at that point of time i thought that for for one to be doing content on youtube it really needs to be high production quality and that is not the case right and and in my mind that was a barrier to entry because i didn't really have uh, couldn't really afford like the high tech cameras and all of that stuff secondly i i always believed that audio is a more authentic means of communicating or connecting with people right and if someone is sharing their story someone is you know talking to you about their life like you need to really listen to it because uh, video may or may not do justice to it but right now a lot of people do like video podcasts and and you know they they do like a hybrid and i think that's a great format but at that time i just thought that it's too much effort and there are already so many people doing video so why do it but now i think differently so i realized that video is much bigger than audio right it's like a few orders of magnitude bigger than audio and the only reason that is so is because of the analytics it is because of you know when someone started watching you know when someone dropped off you know the watch time and you know the kind of ads that you're serving and that's what makes uh, you know youtube incentivize creators the way they do because uh, you upload content youtube makes money you make money right but but with podcast the depth of analytics is not there for whatever content that you're creating so th- that flywheel of content and advertising and money has not yet really taken off mainly because of the roots of podcasting being in the days of the blog which is the rss feed through which podcasts are still being distributed now now i i presume we might at some point see a hybrid version for passion people podcast as well yes yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely no doubt about that so how do you identify who you want on the show i decide who i want on the show by being very clear about the premise right one is the premise of the show and right now there's also a sub premise which is the premise of the season right so the premise of the show is just passionate people and inspiring conversations right and that that is pretty like a broad umbrella so the way i used to filter people to have them on the show was what is your passion how are you making it manifest and are you a- and is the guest able to articulate themselves in a clear way that the listener can understand and appreciate it see there are there are like two three kinds of people who typically reach out right the first one is the entrepreneur yeah, right. because in in most cases your passion you know it, it just becomes a business at some point of time and there's no way that you can change it or you can uh, you know really have control over what is it that happens there but that that is not the target segment that you know i want to bring on the show 
I want someone who's doing something offbeat. Like I want someone who's doing something different, right? I want someone who creates something. And then the second kind of people who want to uh, who want to be featured could be like artists or you know tattoo artists or you know music producer, whatever it is. And those are the kind of people that I'm more interested in getting on. And for this current season, the premise is a focus on the creator economy because over the last two seasons we've spoken about people and their passion, and it's all really fairly high level, right? Yeah. Now, what what I'm doing is that I'm taking that high level discussions and insights and trying to bring it down to something that people can digest. More tangible. So, something tangible. So, creator economy. So, how are creators monetizing, especially now in the context of COVID, because a lot of people are going through a lot of financial difficulties. Yeah. So, that is the current focus of uh, the Passion People podcast, which is season three, what's going on right now. And what's your process like? So again, everything is informed by the premise of the current season, right? Right. Now, so based on what the premise is, I either reach out to guests or in case they reach out to me, I get back to them or I tell them or, you know, we schedule like conversation. In the past, I used to do like a pre-interview process where I pre-interview the guest, which is like an hour. And then afterwards, I interview the guest. That's a lot of work only for one episode. So since I want to get you on the show, this is the (laughs) pre-interview. Interesting, two birds, one stone. <laughs> so for the longest time, all, all my interviews have been in-person interviews. So the shift to virtual has been very difficult for me. And I have it's kind of forced on me, not because of COVID, but because of scheduling constraints. Because, you know, people cancel, you have to travel to where they are. And, you know, you, I just couldn't do it anymore. And so by Feb, I was already shifting to, uh, you know, remote interviews. And... For in-person interviews, I used to spend the day with the person, right? I used to have lunch with them. I used to have dinner with them. And I would just really get to know them because I want to make sure that the conversation is really free-flowing and something casual, right? And that's the tone that I want, right? I don't want something like too formally. I I want it to be like a really organic conversation. So if I've spent like two, three, four hours with the person, we're both comfortable with each other, one. And I also have a lot of talking points. So... I make a note of those talking points and I make sure that I bring it up in questions, even though the guest is, you know, meandering in another direction. So you started this four years ago. Now you're on Uh season three. I mean, if at all, what change have you seen over time in the common perception of how one's job or choreograph must look like? So the more than the change, I can tell you what's similar across the board, right? What is similar is that everyone's near and dear ones are always concerned about is this like a sustainable career path? Is, is this something that you can really live off? That inhibition always goes away when there is some kind of, you know, external success. And, you know, being featured on like a newspaper or, you know, coming on a YouTube, even coming on a YouTube channel, because people don't understand how easy it is to, you know, make content and put it there, right? <laughs> and so whenever they find these external markers of success, they realize, they thaw out, right? Like they realize that, ah, okay, you know, this guy is not as clueless as I thought he is. And that's the recurring theme everywhere. It is always that we need to struggle for the first couple of weeks, months, whatever it is, to get that initial traction. When nobody believes in you, but you believe in yourself. And that's what drives you. And then eventually people start believing in you and then things start rolling. And obviously there are some people who have had really supportive or encouraging or farsighted, uh, you know, family. family right? Yeah. But the, everyone can't are not as fortunate as them. 
and another thing i have observed and please correct me if i'm wrong okay is that in india for some reason we lack dignity of labor in comparison to our western counterparts and i don't know if i'm observing this wrong if this is some sort of a colonial hangover or because of you know the disparity between the rich and poor but do you somehow think that that could also be a reason why the older generation is still somehow rigid and their fear for alternate career paths is rooted in this somehow in some ways yes it is but i think it's also about the difficulties that these folks have seen right and most of them would have maybe gone through the partition or the independence and you know they, they would have seen the difficulties that they've gone through at that time and they they feel like you know why take all these fancy things right just go get a job and just be done with it and because they don't want their kids or their family members to go through the difficulties that they did it's coming from place of concern or care or love or whatever it is but at, at the end of the day they just want the people around them to be fine or you know do well in life and they only know their definition of do well in life they don't know anyone else's definition but that is what has changed so much right the definition of success itself is like so it's evolving all the time because the older generation folks would have been ones who have stayed in the same job for like 25 30 years and then they would have just retired in the first or the second job right and yeah we move jobs every 2 years 3 years and we are like oh my god you stayed for 3 years in that <laughs> company right so it's it's just like a really huge uh, mind shift and all of this is accelerated by you know the the kind of shows that we watch the kind of exposure we have and now even more with you know more and more content that that is available to us and uh, more opportunities that is available to us right because uh, like i know a lot of people who are like working remotely now and they're earning like 3 4 5x what they were earning regularly and if and if before if you used to tell somebody i'm working remotely they would think that you know oh maybe he's like a call center operator or you know maybe it's it's like a really low paying job and here are people who are doing quite well for themselves and and that's because they've adapted to this new paradigm whatever it is so having spoken to so many people what do you think is imperative or to say what is common in those who are satisfied with their work life yeah what would you say differentiates winners from the rest of the crowd and when i mean winners here i don't necessarily mean external parameters so the commonalities are twofold right the first thing is the discipline and the willingness to put the work in right and you've spoken to nikesh and i'm sure nikesh would have told you that every day during lunch break i'll sit down and make sure i write my episode scripts i don't i'm and that he does like nikesh has a full time job but we we don't really think about it because he's creating so much content so now the thing is regardless of how busy you are people who are successful or people who are making progress are the ones who put in those small blocks of time regardless of how they feel they might they might not feel good they might not be well but every day it is a process it's not like you know i need to release an episode two weeks once so you know on that saturday you spend the whole day because then that's yeah. a really exhausting process so what's common is that they make sure that they have really clear visibility into how much effort what it is they're trying to achieve it takes and they split it out and they plan it meticulously right right so so that they don't overwhelm themselves the second thing is the clarity it's clarity in terms of what they want to do right because all of us want to do like a million things we're all driven by fomo and to a large extent this was true for me as well because i just didn't know what i want to do because i'm interested in everything here like i'll talk to somebody and i'm like oh this is so interesting but it it has taken me all these years to realize that i can't do everything i can't read every book i can't listen to every podcast i have 
I'm forced to prioritize. Yeah. So what is it that I'm going to prioritize on? What are the two, three things that I'm going to have that clarity about? Right. And that clarity is what led to the current focus of season three of the Passion People podcast because I realized that, okay, these are the two, three things I'm going to focus on. Everything I read, everything I do will connect to these one, two, three large, big ideas right. that I believe has potential. So, I mean... So many of us listen to your podcast and it is very motivating. I'm just wondering, have you ever, after like three, four years of this podcast, you just sat back and gone, man, like, do I want to just, I don't know, break out of the box and do something? I have, but really honest with you, Sarah, I really love being a finance guy, right? And because it really feeds my curiosity because businesses are really changing really quickly. The context in which businesses operate is so fluid and so dynamic that it really helps me stay curious and it really feeds my learning. And the second thing is, uh, I also like the money that I get doing that job. Right, right. So th- that is one of the big reasons why podcasting has always been something of a side hustle. Now, if you tell me that you can you can make podcasting your, your whole day job, I'm, I'm going to happily take it as long as it still gives me the same... Or increasing amount of financial uh, rewards. Because I have a family to sustain. I have to take care of people. Right? So that's what it is. And at the end of the day, why did I want to become an RJ, VJ, whatever it is? I Because of the stories. because And because I love talking to people. Because I love having conversations like these. Yeah. There are so few people who can actually say that they love the job they wake up to every single morning of the day. Right? You should be very grateful. I am. I am grateful. But... At the same time, let me also tell you that it's a it's a thing that I've grown into. There have been multiple times where I've been super frustrated with both my podcasting process as well as my job. And it has taken a lot of self-talk, a lot of reorientation, a lot of thinking to make sure that you only focus on the good stuff. Because let's be honest, there are, there are crappy things in everybody's jobs. Absolutely. There are things that we don't like in everything and every aspect that we do. I don't like the fact that I have to spend five hours on an episode. I don't like the fact that guests don't turn up after they tell me they're going to turn up. I don't like the fact that I'm the only one who's running the entire podcast. But (laughs) all these are excuses. You have to just put your head down and do the work. I can't think of a better person to host a motivation podcast than you then. I mean, (laughs) speaking about waking up in the morning and doing something they love and all comes from privilege, right? There's a lot of other considerations all of us have to take. What about the other obstacles or challenges? Yeah, What do you think is the reason that people say they have everything going on for them? They don't have to worry about either or. But for whatever reason, hold back, are inhibited. So what do you think are the obstacles that are refraining them from chasing their dreams? Fear of success. Really? Yeah. And I, I am telling you this because I have it. I, 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 I know I'm supposed to do a lot of things that I can do, but there's something invisible that's holding you back and that's holding me back. And what's holding me back is myself because I'm kind of afraid to become a new person, right? I, I'm, I'm afraid to be famous. I'm afraid to do well in life because like, I really can't imagine myself like that. It's something that I've constantly faced and in some cases overcome well and in some cases failed miserably. Right. I, I remember like this distinct moment when I was writing my exams and my, my entire mind just shut down. And I'm like, I have studied for the last three months, not for this moment to happen. So I kind of, re- and that I realized that moment was my fear manifesting, right? Because that fear was what was stopping me from, you know, but I, I took hold of that situation and 
I I went ahead. But there are lot lot many situations where I myself held myself back, and there's no absolutely no reason for it. And it's just that you're afraid, or you you just don't want to do it, or you're just chicken. <laughs> but even those who are embarking on this journey, right, are somehow trying to make their passion their profession. And when when it's so personal, it's so dear to you, it can get taxing. So even in your case, you are clearly passionate about talking to people about your podcast. So how do you guys tread that tricky terrain? The biggest thing is that you don't treat it as something different from a job. You give it the importance, the discipline, the time that it takes because you have to treat it like that. You have to give it. the right amount of importance you have to invest in the gear you have to invest in learning the craft so you you're only able to pick yourself up and do it because you believe that it's an endeavor that is impacting people or you believe that it's an outlet out of you it needs to come out of you and the second thing is that if you don't give the listeners the consistency which i have not done by the way i have not done as well as other podcasters have done like i can i can tell you uh, you know again folks like uh, nikesh or saif from musafir stories have done phenomenally well regardless of what they they are my inspiration that that's where i aspire to be right right at, but at the same time i also give myself slack because i'm only human and you know i go through stuff i i have my life to also deal with i have my ups and downs so i cut myself the slack but at the same time i also make sure that i always come back right and r- right now that's one of the big things that drove my decision to you know move the podcast to uh, eplog media because i'm partnering with them they are holding me accountable obviously they're helping with monetization distribution hosting all of these wonderful things but the big thing is that they make sure they call me and say dude where's the episode or you know all of these things are off you need to fix it because otherwise i could have i could have very well just done this myself but the point is when you have somebody outside who is asking you and making sure that you know you're, you're doing the stuff that you're supposed to do it it kind of puts you on a path and gives you that discipline right and for some people this discipline can be extrinsic or for some people the discipline can be intrinsic yeah right and that's totally up to them but what is important is that you give it that importance you give it that discipline right because it is not just about doing something one time and just leaving it it's about having a long term horizon and really seeing it through and putting the effort i should probably write that on my wall or something <laughs> <laughs> so you remember sort of like um the pointers on the back of our uh, uh, textbook chapter summarizing the entire lesson if you had to highlight a couple of things you've gained over time from passion people podcast what would those be first thing i gained was that there is no universal definition of success or universal definition of happiness you can you can be happy or successful doing anything you want as long as you're not hurting the people around you right as long as you're not deteriorating the quality of living for quality of life for the people around you right the second lesson i learned was the diversity of the world and it really introduced me to arts you know the podcast was the way i learned about how um, artists are monetizing how they're selling merchandise what they're doing so i got these really wonderful insights of a the creator economy b in terms of the psychology of success and then c i, I realize that a lot of people want to get exposure right they, they're trying to get the word out about something and podcasts are good for one particular use case which is to sell books podcasts are great for selling books and the reason why it is so is because for a movie there's a trailer for a game there's a demo for a song 
you can always listen to it somewhere but for a book you have to actually pick up the book or read the thing on the back but there is no real way that you can get like a insight into the book right now there is audible and all of that stuff but all books are not on audible a lot of authors have realized that getting on podcasts really drives book sales and so this is like another nice interesting takeaway for me because now when someone reaches out to me and they say i i'm an author i'm going to tell them this is going to be a sponsored post and you got to pay for it but if it's someone else i i'm just going to tell them that you know hey i would love to have you on the show and let's talk <laughs> So that was Naga of Passion People podcast. You can find his podcast show on any of your leading podcast listening apps. So for those of you who might have tuned into the podlist for the first time today, I just really want to say thank you for taking time out and giving this a go. In case you have any questions, feedback, suggestions or just in general want to say hey, I would love to hear from you guys. Please feel free to reach out to me. I have put down all the links to my social media handles and my email ID in the podcast notes. All right guys that's it for now I'll catch you guys in the next episode Is Hub Hopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya Agar aap bhi apna podcast launch karna chahte hain to Hub Hopper Studio website pe register kare aur 1 minute ke andar andar apna khud ka podcast launch kare यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कंटेंट